present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Thank you. Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the show that does for comedy what John Inman does for weightlifting. <laughs> Let me introduce the teams now. On my left, Barry Cryer and Graham Gard. <laughs> On my right, Tim Brooke Taylor and Willie Rushton. And please give some sympathetic applause to our scorer because she's been on her back all week. Here she is, Samantha. <laughs> our first round takes as its premise the poverty of the international film industry. And incidentally, there are collecting boxes for the Steven Spielberg appeal fund <laughs> at all the exits. Anyway, for economic reasons, new films will have to be made up from the remains of two or more old films. And the teams will send me the resulting titles. And uh, points will be awarded for the first suggestion that makes it onto Channel 4. <laughs> Willie Rushton, will you start? Ah, they're getting out of The Man Who Never Was, Sleeper, and if it's Tuesday, it must be Belgium, and it's the Sir Geoffrey Howe story. Um, <laughs> the latest news is that Sir Geoffrey will be played by the late Charles Lawton. <laughs> Without the hump. <laughs> hump. Graham. Uh, yeah, uh, they're um, going to combine Porky's and the Exorcist to make bacon and eggs. <laughs> and then they're going to combine that <laughs> with Freud and the breadwinner and the wild bunch <laughs> to make bacon and eggs and Freud bread with lots of tomato sauce. <laughs> Tim? The producers of all creatures, great and small, have got together with the producers of the Deer Hunter to produce It Shouldn't Happen to a Vietnam Vet. <laughs> They're combining Crocodile Dundee, Electric Blue and Lemon Popsicle, new film called Snap, Crackle and Pop, <laughs> The Facts of Life, Oh God, and the It Press File, it's called Filofax. <laughs> Combining Little Women, Bittersweet, Animal House and The Godfather to produce a little bit of House Your Father. <laughs> <laughs> Every Which Way But Loose, Ruthless People and Chronicle of a Death Foretold, new film called The SDP Conference. <laughs> Any more? Right, well, we go on to the point where I give the teams advance warning of the late arrivals that they'll be announcing at the end of the programme. This week, I'll be asking them to announce the late arrivals at the motorist's ball. The motorist's ball. Start thinking teams. Right, we're going to play uh, uh, a round which is wittily called One Song to the Tune of Another. The idea in this round is the teams will sing one song to the tune of another. That's a <laughs> That's a prize, isn't it? This complicated game is accompanied by the Colin Cell big sound. <laughs> Tim, would you start with Don't Put Your Daughter on the Stage, Mrs. Worthington, to the tune of House of the Rising Sun. <laughs>
put your daughter on a stage, Mrs. Worthington. Don't put your daughter on the stage. The profession is overcrowded and the struggle's pretty tough. And admitting the fact she's burning to act, that isn't quite enough. Don't think I'm near the tune, up. No. She has nice hands to give the wretched girl a due. But don't you think her bust is developed too much for her age? And I've got the words wrong. <laughs> this is Worthington. White man's Eric Burden. <laughs> One mark there to Tim, and we go on to Graham. Graham, will you sing Deadwood Stage to the tune of Underneath the Arches? Oh, the Deadwood Stage rolling on over the plain With the curtains flapping and the driver is slapping the reins <laughs> A beautiful sky A wonderful day With crack away With crack away With crack away Let me stay Oh, no, this one. I headed on over the hills all together now <laughs> Where the engine arrows are thicker than porcupine quill <laughs> No time to delay Whip crack away Whip crack away Whip crack away Bud Flanagan and Doris Day, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and another mark to Graham. Well, the same mark to Graham. <laughs> yes. Willie, will you sing Supercalifragilistic <laughs> to the tune of Baby Love? I don't know the tune of Baby Love, huh? Well, you have to make up another tune. Oh, right. You won't get a mark. One of the House of the Rising Sun. No. <laughs> <laughs> Turn Barry Cry now. You're, you're going to have to sing "Right," said Fred, to the tune of the Merry Widow Waltz. <laughs> right, said Fred. Both of us together, one each end, 
and steady as we go. Try to shift it, couldn't even lift it. He was getting nowhere, and so we had a cup. Tea and wine said, Fred, give a shout for Charlie. We're going to do the ad lib poem now. Oh, great. Oh, Jim's favourite game. Can I play my Joker and not play this one? <laughs> I'm going to give the first line of a verse and the team is continue until I buzz them and the buzzer sounds like this. <laughs> a star is born. It's the phrasing, it's the phrasing. Press the other one. Timing, timing. Buzz it again, Sam. Tim, will you, will you, will you, continue, will you continue this uh, poem, Tim? I'm going to give you the first line, or in fact two lines. I must go down to the pub again because the lonely house is dry. <laughs> to the pub again. Good luck, Tim. Because the <laughs> lonely on, house Tim. is We regret dry. the delay in this poem. This is the beginning. At least, I'll damn well try. Because the house is lonely, I'm willing to play this game. But when I'm not in the pub, it doesn't seem the same. <laughs> because I like in my hand a foaming tanker of beer. I like to look around me at friends, all old and dear. There's filthy Reg in the corner there, with his disgusting habit. Hello, old Reg, I cry. Uh, <laughs> Good heavens, is that a rabbit? <laughs> it's none of your business, cries old Reg, if I've got a rabbit here. I've also got a rabbit there. <laughs> which I hope will disappear. <laughs> I can't stand the sight of rabbits. <laughs> but then I'm picking hairs. <laughs> oh, splitting hairs. Splitting. <laughs> well, it's up to him entirely what he does with them. <laughs> this is true. Carry on, Graham. But the worst thing about rabbits is they always come in pairs. Once you've got a pair of them, well, then the trouble starts. <laughs> because you think the pair of them, they do come in two parts. It's the drink that makes you see <laughs> two lapins. <laughs> That's how the Frenchies call them. Because <laughs> when the dogs get at them, they tend to maul them. Now I'm in the pub once more, I cry, because that is where I like it. Sometimes I walk down there, but sometimes I bike it. <laughs> Times I go on horse. <laughs> more? Hooray, more. Winning streak. Because they shriek out nay. <laughs> Thank you for the 
when I get down to the pub at the end of a working day, the company there is cheerful and charming, hospitable and funny. The place is full of rabbits. Oh, in my pub there's always a lot of bunny. And oh, but away with rabbits, I cry. Because in my pub there is also... Deeply enticing Samantha Scott. And how she loves to ball so. Scott? What? What did I say? Selena Fox, you said, didn't you? I wasn't listening. I don't blame you. I was I was aiming for the ball, sir, which I thought was terribly good. They pre- they prefer you silent. My word, sir. <laughs> Does she love to ball, whoever she may be? A collection of knitting wools, the pride of all her family. But this particular afternoon, as I was quaffing my ale, I happened to bump into Tim B.T., who told me this long tale. Okay, we're going on to the round called Good News, Bad News, and the teams will now alternate good and bad news until I decide that you just can't take it, stand any more of it, and then I'll buzz the buzzer. Tim, will you start, please? Uh, Yes. Good news. Prince Edward is joining the BBC. You heard it here first. Or second. He's starting at the bottom as controller of programmes. That was bad news, that was. That was bad news. That was the bad news, yes. Good news! He's still going to be called Your Majesty. Bad news, so is Esther Ranson. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good news, he's going to get the red carpet treatment. Bad news, Gloria Honeyford's going to go over him with the Bex Bissell. Good news, that, that'll be a good round in the next It's a Royal Knockout. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bad news. Princess Michael of Kent is playing her Joker. <laughs> good news, she's promised not to invade Poland. <laughs> That's a cracker. Bad news. Bad news, but she's insisted all the... Royals dress up as vegetables. Good news. Mark Phillips won't need a costume. (laughs) I think the tower beckons. (laughs) Was that good news? Yes. Yes, that was excellent news. Bad news, Princess Di has asked the Emmanuels to run up a carrot. Good news. Princess Margaret (laughs) is running the beer tent. (laughs) Bad news, Fergie's wearing the beer tent. (laughs) Uh, Oh, it's Fergie now, is it? (laughs) Good news. 
Prince Edward will then be leaving for ITV. <laughs> Where he'll be doing a show called The Prince is Right. <laughs> oh, OK, Graham, you can start this next one with the good news. Well, it's good news to me, anyway. Good news. My trousers have come back from the dry cleaners. <laughs> Bad news. On their own. <laughs> good news. They picked up a bit of skirt on the way home. <laughs> Bad news, they've moved into the wardrobe together. <laughs> and the good news is they're expecting a twin set. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, Bad news, my underpants have just come out of the closet. <laughs> Not before time. <clears throat> Good news, they're going to star in Run For Your Wife Runs. <laughs> Bad news, they open on Monday. <laughs> Good news, they're coming off on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Bad news, they weren't a patch on Tom Stoppard's jumpers. Oh, <laughs> Good news, but a damn sight better than no socks, please, we're British. <laughs> yeah. Now, with sinking hearts, we go on to a round called Feelies. The team have to feel some bits and bobs I have with me. <laughs> They're hidden in bags, which I shall pass round to see if the teams can identify them from their feel. The Mystery Voice will now tell listeners at home what the objects are for Willie and Tim while it's displayed here on the laser display scoreboard. A donut and some dried prunes. A donut and some dried prunes. The audience now know what it is, eh? You can close your eyes for this. Or... No, I'll put my hand in the bag. Right, I'll hold the bag. You put your hand in it. That's my hand you're feeling. <laughs> well, it's round and soft. And then so are you, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Would you like to put your hand in it as well? I think it's an inflatable polo mint. <laughs> I see something rather strangely like enormous rabbit droppings. <laughs> When they have to hurry you along. Uh, well, uh, uh, let me just tell you that you're nowhere near it at the moment. <laughs> Is this right. a mini-series? The audience, <laughs> the audience may applaud if, if you're getting warm. Nothing. <laughs> Is that right? There's nothing in the back. No. Either that or it's a donut and a lot of old prunes. <laughs> Absolutely Right, over to you now, Barry and Graham. And here's the mystery voice to tell you at home what's in their bag. Some peeled grapes. 
and a pork sausage. Some peeled grapes and a pork sausage. No one I know. I know. Come on now. Any ideas? I didn't even know Dudley Moore was in the country. <laughs> it's um. Well, it's sort of cold and yes, moist. <laughs> An uncooked, to the point of possibly still being alive, sausage. What else we have? What goes with sausages? What goes with sausages? Well, uh, it's just my own taste. I like grapes with sausages. <laughs> and they are. Good Lord. They are. You like peeled or unpeeled, Barry? Just to, just to get the, what's on the card. Pardon? Peeled or unpeeled, Greg? Peeled or un... I won't look. Peeled. <laughs> right. OK, well, that was exciting. <laughs> As we come to the round called Straight Face, the idea of this is not to amuse the audience. <laughs> no surprises there. So any... <laughs> Each panellist in turn says a word, and the first one to get a laugh from the studio audience is disqualified. So that rules me out. <laughs> uh, the surviving member at the end wins a suede telephone. Willie. Oh, then I'll have two. Willie Rushton, I'd like you to start. A suede telephone. You're disqualified already because... Ah. ...for saying more than one word. No, it's all one word. It's just a suede telephone. <laughs> all right, I'll allow that. Uh, curry. Sausage. Grape. Prune. Moustache. Kempt. Shevelled. Terminus. <laughs> it may be now. That's, that's the way you tell them. <laughs> I'm sorry, Willie. I definitely heard a titter. Very funny. So we continue now without Willie. Pump, could you possibly get the audience to be completely quiet? It's very difficult for us. <laughs> Shibboleth. <laughs> I thought I had a laugh there, but I, I think it was the members of the audience laughing at other members of the audience. <laughs> that doesn't really count. Unless we disqualify half the audience, which is going us pretty thin. Boot. Coccyx. Well, you're out, aren't you? Yes. Um, five years you were in, weren't you? Mm. Uh, <laughs> striptease. Bassoon. 
Who are you calling Hunter? Plinth. Crockery. Abacus. Teapot. Sorry, Barry. It's words beginning with T. That's how to get a titter. So now it's a face-to-face contest between Graham Garden and Tim Brooke-Taylor. Starting with you, Tim. Bitter. Titter. Sitter. Bike. On. Off. Fridge. Deep freeze. Pomegranate. (laughs) Oh, give us a chance. Well, with Tim Brooke-Taylor bringing the house down, may that be... <laughs> Graham Garden's the winner of that. <laughs> and now we've reached the point in the programme where Samantha and I sit in the back seat and enjoy what's going on. Themes, will you please announce your late arrivals at the motorist <laughs> ball? <laughs> I have nothing to add. All the way from Wales. <laughs> we'll keep a welcome. <laughs> they better add will be back soon. <laughs> Will you welcome, please? <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Screenwipers and their son, Wynn Screenwipers. <laughs> Will you welcome from Sweden, please? Lars, yes, model. <laughs> With Manuel Gears. <laughs> from Spain. And from Germany, Hans Freefoam. <laughs> and his friend Otto Barn. Welcome. <laughs> There's Mr. and Mrs. Amcones and their daughter Maud Amcones. That's rather touching because the band, Morris Oxford and his music of the motorways, is actually, uh, <laughs> is actually playing Sending the Cones as you speak. <laughs> Morris Oxford. Oh, at school together with Morris Major and Morris Minor. <laughs> He's brought his incontinent dog, 3.5 litre Rover. <laughs> Morris Oxford and the band will be accompanying uh, Mini Metro, who will be coming on and shouting Audi Volks <laughs> and singing Happy Fiat. And Honda Clear Day. <laughs> God bless you. Bit of culture in the cabaret. Judy Wrench will be doing Porsche's speech. From <laughs> <laughs> the car salesman of Venice. She'll be joined by Crooklock. will <laughs> be joined by Alvis Costello. <laughs> oh, he's having a breakdown. <laughs> There's Mr. and Mrs. Sanging Up and their rather frothy daughter, Fluffy Die Sanging Up. It's worth working out, it is. It's not worth the trip. Willie, stop it. Give us a chance. I don't know if there's anybody called Lay by Sifri, but I was going to do a joke. <laughs> I don't think you should. No. no. A plane has uh, sh- flying over here has shed a load of uh, car parts. It's raining dats and cogs. 
Please, silence for the maestro. <laughs> well, I hate to interrupt, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, go on, Barry. It's time oh, to wind up the program. Gave my wife a Jaguar, it bit her leg off. With Barry having the last word there, it's time to wind up the programme. Well, there's uh, Mr and Mrs Petrel again and their daughter, Renata Petrel again. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. So, with Graham having the last word, it's time for us to all to say goodbye. Join us again next time. Until then, goodbye. Cryer, Graham Garden, Willie Rushton and Timbrook Taylor were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme was produced by Paul Spencer. Paul Spencer.